my name is Mary Ryan and I am Deputy CEO of Westpick and this is a podcast to do with all things enterprise and enterprise related. So today we're delighted to add to our podcast group, one which looks into the whole area of the Health Innovation Hub in Ireland. Welcome and thank you, Stephen, for joining us. Hi, Mary. Thanks a million for having me. Okay, great. Let's kick off. Um, I suppose the audience, the first thing they're going to want to know is, what exactly is the Health Innovation Hub Ireland? Yeah, I suppose it's a, it's a good question. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you first, I'm Steve Griffin and I'm the manager of the Health Innovation Hub here in Galway. The Health Innovation Hub Ireland, really what we're, what we're here to do is to facilitate the connection between entrepreneurs or companies that are developing new products or services for healthcare to those people working in healthcare with the experience and expertise to give feedback on that product or service. So if you're a, if you're a company, um, if you are a company or developing a new or next generation product for healthcare and you want to get feedback on the need, like is it worth your while going down this route um, or on your prototype, are you going in the right direction or to run a pilot study testing it in a, in a live environment, uh, we'll work with you to find the right people to make this happen if we can. And I suppose we've we have good access to the healthcare system. We have uh, three office, offices co-located between hospital groups and academic institutions around the country. One in Galway, and that's the University of Galway and the Salta Hospital Group, um, which comprise seven hospitals and their associated community healthcare organisations. Uh, and in Dublin, it's Trinity College Dublin and the Dublin Midlands Hospital Group, and that's nine hospitals there, including St. James's and Tala. And in Cork, it's uh, UCC and uh, Munster Technology University and the South South West Hospital Group of another seven hospitals. Um, and while we kind of w- were connected directly with 23 hospitals, we will work with and do work with all the hospitals um, around the country. I should say half of our team, our HSE employees, working with um, with us in, in the Health Innovation Hub on a part-time basis. And these include um, doctors, nurses, we had a pharmacist, a physio, uh, and a couple of uh, clinical engineers, actually three clinical engineers at the moment. And these people, they, they kind of, they know the system, the healthcare system mm. and, and the staff, and it helps kind of in identifying, say, the right person, or the team or the location for any project we do. We're government funded through Enterprise Ireland and the HSE, and it's okay. it's our objective to, to, to help companies try and get to market quicker. Okay, so what I'm hearing from that, and I think it's very important that anybody listening here today realizes that, and the key word I took out of what you just said as the intro, you know, that, that connecting to the right people and to the right organization. And certainly when we're working with companies, particularly in that medtech field, it's, it's the ability to provide that correct connection that is just so vital. Maybe just building out on, on that point then, you know, if in relation to that identifying and connecting, could you give us an idea of the type of services, the type of supports that you provide to companies? And again, from a Westpac audience point of view, particularly startup companies. Yeah, no problem. We have three main supports or services that, that we do for, for companies. Um, and I'll, I'll throw in a few examples, Mary, as I go through them, it might help put them into context. So uh, kind of shakes down is either companies who are looking to verify a need or a problem, like should they be going after this? Uh, companies that are then trying to maybe validate a prototype, are they building it correctly? Are they going down the right road? Uh, and then those companies who have like a product that's ready for market or might be on the market in some other jurisdiction 
jurisdiction um, and they want to run a pilot here and show what works here as a, as a reference site. And here, I mean, in Ireland. So the first type of support is on that need or the problem. And we generally run focus groups or kind of interview sessions with the clinical people best place to answer questions on, on the subject. Um, for example, one company that we worked with, uh, they were interested in exploring opportunities in the respiratory space. Um, they wanted to speak to people who work with people who have uh, tracheostomies um, about uh, they're, they're developing a kind of novel type of device in this space that will be safer and uh, you know easier on the patient, etc. So what we ended up doing is we arranged uh, a focus group session with the, with a number of doctors, nurses, uh, clinical nurse specialists, physiotherapists, occupational therapists, um, basically anybody who would interact with a patient who has a trachea in place. Mm. Um, and then the company came in and they presented them. And it was important, like we, we have to explain to everyone that like it isn't a sales pitch that the company are only thinking mm. about developing a product in this space and they want their feedback so that they can do it properly. Um, and based on that session, the feedback that the company got, they decided that they would progress with the project and subsequently received um, industry partnership funding from from Enterprise Ireland to, to develop it with, with one of the universities. So it's really valuable, practical insights from, from the people who are on the ground, on the wards, in the operating theatre, who can give firsthand response and feedback and you know, which is often the case, you know, let a, a, an entrepreneur know if there may not be any potential in the, the concept that they're they're developing. But obviously, we're looking at companies here who want to test the next stage or the next level of, of their concept, which which brings me on to my next question. And it's, it's really once you, you possibly have actually answered it, I guess companies come to you at all stages of their startup process. Yeah, they do. They do. We'll meet with anyone who wants okay. to get, you know, just as long as they get in touch with us, uh, we, we'll have a chat with them. We have a, an online portal on our website, www.hih.ie. Um, and like, you're never too early to to assess a need. Uh, and the mm -hmm. portal there that I mentioned, kind of any submission that comes in, it's reviewed by an, our entire team monthly. Um, the clinical people and the and the project managers assess kind of each application, you know, on a number of different criteria. Um, so if it's an early stage company or whatever, have they, you know, it has to be an ask really about supporting development and and not so not a sales pitch, something that'll help them move it along. Um, okay. uh, does it make sense in the context of Irish healthcare as well? So, so from that point of view, then, are, you know, are there any? predefined criteria or eligibility criteria that um, a startup company or a promoter needs to meet in order to get the support of the Health Innovation Hub? Um, there, there are a few few sort of things, but like that, engaging with us and then going down the road of a, pro a project are two kind of separate things. Like they can engage with us and we'll say, well, you need to do A, B, C and D before mm -hmm. we can do a project. But kind of loosely speaking, if you want to jump into uh, a project of, of, of one of the three types that we do, um, you know, have you done your due diligence? You know, does the product or solution already uh, already exist? Have you done that much at least? Um, do they have some support or funding for the business? Are they in revenue or receiving, say, support from Enterprise Ireland or, or you guys in Westbeck or the local enterprise office? Um, are they an EI client? Um, and then we, that, so that's kind of like on the company side, we want to see that they hold a bit of, you know, 
they've done their own kind of due diligence they're going down the right road yes. or whatever and then on our side um we have to see if we can do it uh like what they want do the, do the people exist that they want to speak to in the first instance it's not always the case you know mm. um and is the ask reasonable on the healthcare side you know what are they going to ask of them is it you know it's not going to take their entire day or you know weeks out of their lives um like for example one project we worked on uh recently they wanted to speak with uh, to as many neurovascular interventional radiologists as possible and like that was the first time i ever heard of neuro vascular interventional yes. radiologists you know uh, it turns <laughs> out th- these guys are and girls they're 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 brain surgeons they're highly specialized in in removing clots from the brain they go in through an artery in the neck and and go in and, and remove clots and real miracle stuff to witness um when it's successful um and we kind of we, we quickly found out there's only two hospitals there in ireland that do this cork and bowmount and there's probably only five or six of these doctors in the country uh, it turned out we could do it and we managed to meet pretty much with all of them um but you kind of have to uh manage expectations in line with what's feasible for a company some companies just want to meet everyone and and all that so it's but that that level yeah that level of connectivity is so valuable i i'm a long time working with startup entrepreneurs and indeed in westwick we we have um, a lot of involvement in the medtech sector and it can be very difficult to get connectivity to you know the medtech industry and then the more specialized you go it becomes even harder what's the situation where um a founder or an entrepreneur is looking to get um access to networks or to connect with somebody who may not be um in ireland but do do you have contacts internationally that you can tap into in northern ireland we have good contacts in northern ireland beyond that um it's kind of hit or miss really okay Okay, that, that yeah. that's fair enough. Um, the the one of the areas that um is of particular interest to me, and indeed a lot of the entrepreneurs that we're working with, and there's an increasing number of them working in the the fintech industry, and I know that it's estimated to to reach over sixty billion by twenty twenty seven. Would you give us an outline as to what the the Irish fintech development ecosystems launched by the HIHI? What what does that does? What what is its speciality? Um, what can the audience take from what what exactly this is? Yeah, would it be okay if I kind of try and define femtech first? Yes, please then, do. Yeah, so uh, do. or what what Health Innovation Hub Ireland are doing? Femtech kind of refers to like technology designed for women's health and and wellness and and the development of disruptive women's health solution and solutions. And this is something that Health Innovation Hub feel passionately about. And I suppose Femtech focuses on women's health from birth to death and includes kind of, you know, everything in in between adolescence, health, fertility, menstruation, menopause um, and so on. And like you said there, um, you know, there's a huge amount of investment going in it now and it's growing. But historically, development and investment in female focused uh, healthcare and health tech has been very low with really a low amount investment in research, something like less than 2% went into women's health research and, and, and women are underrepresented in clinical trials. And there has been a huge lack of female founders in, in companies um, in the space. Now, I, I suppose Health Innovation Hub's Femtech initiative or, or Femtech as Health Innovation Hub Ireland, as we're calling it, it, it's here to stimulate and support the development of high potential new products, services and startups in this area. 
um, and solutions that will hopefully impact the health and, and well-being, I suppose, of half our population. And it's looking to kind of create a geographical femtech focus. It's going to be based down, down in Cork um, and build on an ecosystem of experts and entrepreneurs, you know, so supporting, driving and innovating in femtech. And it will advocate for more female founders and, and hopefully attract investors to Ireland. And I suppose the last point on it, really, it's it's critical to the development of uh, women's health solutions. What will be critical to it will be access to clinical research and business expertise. And Femtech at Health Innovation Hope Ireland will deliver on the clinical expertise through the Ireland South Women and Infants Directors. And this is a network of four maternity hospitals down in the south. It's Cork, um, Kerry, Tipperary and, and Waterford. And this will provide access to discipline specific clinical teams. Um, and then Femtech entrepreneurs will have access to critical research expertise through UCC innovation office there. And uh, business and expertise supports will be provided through the Femtech advisors. And we're, we're pretty excited. The official launch of Femtech at, at Health Innovation Hub Ireland will be in Cork next week on uh, November 23rd. Well, I think it's hugely exciting. And while we've worked in the medtech sector for a long time, we can see um, the emergence of the femtech um, segment within medtech as, you know, growing hugely and not before it's time, let's all say. And, you know, delighted that the, the femtech that um, the HIH have, have taken on, to me, has so many different aspects to it obviously to provide that connectivity and that support to companies setting up to support to to provide new innovations in the femtech sector but also to promote and to to stimulate a greater number of female entrepreneurs in this area and obviously investors as well so absolutely delighted to to see that this is coming on stream and i know it's something that our client companies will, will avail of um, let's let's wrap it up. You you started off by saying that the three hubs in Ireland are all connected uh, locally, but that they service the entire country. And I know that you're closely aligned with the University of Galway. We work very closely with um, both student entrepreneurs and spin-out companies in the University of Galway. Would you be able to give an idea as to the supports that the Health Innovation Hub in in your region provides for both the student entrepreneurs and the spin-outs. Yeah, I, well, I guess it's, um, like I said, we do work very closely with, well, we're based in, in the University of Galway, and I suppose from the kind of the spin-out side or, or the entrepreneurs, um, we see a lot of the fellows and graduates from, say, the BioInnovate program mm -hmm. in the University of Galway, and, and you know, those... those um, those people are, are really focused on developing new technologies to address unmet needs in healthcare. So they're trying to develop medical devices. And, um, you know, as you know, they often get funding to do that uh, from Enterprise Ireland or from Science Foundation Ireland. Um, and we work with those companies um, or have worked with, with a number of them to, to kind of go through the stuff I've kind of outlined earlier. If they if they have prototypes and they are, they want to do some sort of field testing or they want to just get feedback from from the experts. So we've worked with, say, the likes of Synthesis, Fieldtech, mm -hmm. Ostiform, Relivium, uh, Newest Surgical and, and, and a few others. Uh, I guess the other, I'd be remiss not to say, is we work closely with the technology transfer offices um, in Galway, for sure, but with, with the other ones around the country. And any of, say, the clinical entrepreneurs that are coming in, say, from the hospital side, and, and as well also, let's say, any of the student entrepreneurs or, or um, 
postgraduates, which we would connect them with the TTO and the tech tra technology transfer offices, provide really good supports, you know, around patents and kind of freedom to operate and 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 protecting your IP and 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 kind of putting that structure around how you would develop something and where you'd get funding from and also connecting them in with um, technical experts and we kind of, that kind of goes both ways really you might have um, technical people who are looking to connect with clinical mm -hmm. people and they can yeah. start uh, something um, that, that'd be more common uh, but then you, the other side of it too is where you'd have clinical people who need a technical um kind of pair of hands on board you know you know yourself as the team I, sort I of do. thing yeah the team and the connecting uh, you know and if anyone that's listening to this podcast I'd hope they'd realize that uh, the importance of that connectivity because in Westpick you know we can provide the business the commercial the marketing the the, the focus that you need to get investors on board but it's only as relevant as the market validation that goes on in the background and the technical validation. And it's that access to those contacts that can often provide a stumbling block and can often, you know, take so much of their time. And being able to link in with the likes of the BioInnovate program and other supports, the Technology Transfer Office, um, obviously ourselves, and, and bring and bring the entire offering together. I mean, after all, um, you know, I mentioned there the student entrepreneurs and the spin outs from the, the university. Uh, these are the, the cutting edge next round of companies that are going to fill the pipeline of startups in the future and, and indeed medtech developments in the future. So, yeah. Stephen, thank you very much. Um, we certainly um, have found working with the Health Innovation Hub, working with yourself, referring companies in for that practical and connectivity and that knowledge that that deep you know embedded knowledge that you have in this sector is is hugely important and I'd encourage anyone listening in today to uh, look up the website and make contact with you Stephen if that's okay if, well, if oh yeah 100% yeah yeah hey so thank you very much we really appreciate it um look forward to continuing to work with you and Me too. Uh, and all the new developments um, that will happen between both Westpick and the Health Innovation Hub. So thank you very much, Steve. Really appreciate your, your time today. Thanks, Mary. Take care. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to be notified about future podcasts. Please feel free to get in touch with us on social media and let us know if you found this episode beneficial. You can find us at Westpick on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. If you would like to hear more about our available supports, please get in touch via our website, www.westbig.ie. And of course, stay tuned for our next podcast episode.